Hey, yo, 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 what up, man? Welcome back here, another week. Football without hesitation, I am Oz. Oh. I was gonna say Oz the Magnificent. Fuck it, I'm Oz the Magnificent, motherfucker. It's my show, I'm the only one here. I got no, anybody, any, any in the, anybody in the crowd got any objections? Please speak now, forever hold your peace. All right, nobody's saying anything. I am Oz the Magnificent. And this is, like I said, football without hesitation. I'm drinking coffee and I still have a fucking cold brew coffee left because I want to fucking die. Um, but anyway, yeah, welcome back. If this is your first time here, um, I do cover the San Jose earthquake. Let's get that shit done, you know? Enough fucking Everton has got enough motherfuckers talking about Everton, you know, or whatever, even league, any bullshit. I personally enjoy MLS. Not only is it the local league, I could drive with it to an hour away and, and watch a team. Can't fucking do that for Manchester City, you know? Plus it it it's a growing league. I mean, even if you're the league, I wish I you know, I wish I could ask them. I could wish I could ask somebody within the league. It's like you gotta feel good, I guess, about some of these complaints. Some of these complaints are pretty fucking are, you know. It's not like I mean, there's still issues with owners not spending a lot. But especially with uh, the way Atlanta has kind of just exploded onto the scene, this does look like this is the next step for for MLS. And some owners are obviously not gonna want to step with the times, and I think they're gonna they're gonna fall back. And the bigger these teams get, the more money that they're worth, the more people are gonna want their team to succeed, their local one. But anyway, enough fucking shit about that. I could talk about that forever, but let's do talk about the San Jose earthquakes. I mean, that's why you're here, right? That's why you're fucking here. Here to talk about the quakes. And it's a good week to talk about the quakes because they won. <laughs> they fucking won. Always good to talk after a win. It, it was a hard-fought win, one to nothing. Beautiful goal from Danny Hoosen. The other side of the pitch. Fuck, man. I fucking love that standing room section at Avaya, but it's kind of flat when when they're on the opposite side where where the bar is. Damn, you you gotta look at that screen because you're you're right there down at the pitch level almost, you know. So you're seeing fucking dope because you get to see the the game from the angle the players are seeing it. But you're not a professional player; you can't fucking f focus on so much things at once, you know. They they know exactly what they're doing. But anyway, it was on the opposite end, so I didn't get to see it all up in my fucking face. But it was a great goal. Again, they, they took those three points at home. It's super fucking critical. Like I've said before, the West is really, really interesting and really intriguing, mostly because it's not that good this year, which is, I guess, good for, for excitement because everyone has a goddamn chance. I mean, there's what? Well, I guess Real Salt Lake has four games. So, if they, yeah, Real Salt Lake could end up at 50 points. But the team at the edge of the red line with four games left in the season has a chance to, to win the fucking conference. What the fuck? That's a good-ass storyline right there. Again, I've said this last year, and I'll say it again. Um, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably already at least somewhat interested in MLS. But this is a great time to to, to, to pick a fucking horse for this race. You know, if you don't want to be that local homer, oh, I don't, I don't want to support the local team, that's fine. Go to MLSsoccer.com. Go to the standings. One of those teams in the top six, again, especially the West, since it's it's exciting. One... A win, a loss, a tie at this point in the season is ginormous. So, yeah, so jump on, you know, find yourself a, one of those six teams, 
and just stick with them for these these final five or six games, and uh, you're gonna, dude, you're gonna, you're gonna have fun. You're gonna have fun, and you might get something out of it. I'm not shitting on football. I fucking love football. I'll get American football, gridiron, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You put that in front of me, I'm mesmerized. But at the same time, the 49ers are playing right now. It is Thursday, January, January, September 21st. I don't know if I brought that up. What's up? Episode 71. The 49ers are playing the Rams right now. I mean, if that's San Francisco versus L.A., that is a giant game to me. When the Rams moved to St. Louis, I was fucking heartbroken because that's the team I hated. Like, I hated the Rams growing up. And and when they came back, I was so fucking excited. This whole fucking San Francisco 49ers, Seattle Seahawks rivalry is the most fucking bullshit rivalry I've ever fucking seen. It reminds me literally of, like, what they're trying to do with some sort of uh, Portland, Seattle, New York, New York. Thing. How about that? What the fuck? I just named your derby the New York, New York Derby. Motherfuck. You owe me, MLS. New York, New York Derby. Beautiful. Are they both in the playoffs? They're both in the playoffs right now. They better. Oh, man. If they play, I'm, I'm fucking debuting that shit right there. Either way, again, like it's perfect time to pick a side. I highly suggest San Jose Earthquakes. We can use the fans. We fucking dude. I hate when I use that shit. I hate when I read it, and I hate even more when I say it. Bullshit. I'm a season ticket holder for five years for this goddamn team. They won't do shit for me. If I get a flat tire, they won't be there. Ain't no motherfucking we. As I love to do, I, I fucking am not staying on topic. The topic is the San Jose Earthquakes miraculously are in a playoff position currently Hell, they're not even hanging on to the edge anymore. They're in fifth place. Real Salt Lake is des- desperately hanging. So, again, it looks like it's going to, you know, between the Quakes, Houston, Real Salt Lake, and Dallas, two of those teams are going to make the playoffs. Two of those four teams are going to make the playoffs. Like when you look at it that way, that fucking, that's not that scary, you know? Like, like I've mentioned before. I I don't anticipate the, the the Quakes making a deep playoff run. I don't expect them challenging for MLS Cup, especially when you got Atlanta and Toronto doing what they're doing. This is if you're not seeing that this is the future of MLS, if you're not seeing what it's gonna be, you're missing out, man. You got You got to check this out. This is some cool ass shit that's going down. But anyway. So, out of those four teams, the Quakes, Houston, Salt Lake, and Dallas, two of them are going to make the playoffs. Currently, the San Jose Earthquakes are leading those four. Granted, again, going off the points per game thing, Houston and Dallas both have a game in hand on the San Jose Earthquakes and two games in hand against Real Salt Lake. So, if you go by a points per game, Dallas and Houston actually jump up, but it's 1.36 to 1.24. It's like a tie somewhere. You know, there's a tie somewhere there that the Quakes got that Houston and Dallas had a win. So it's not that. Actually, you know what? They have less wins. Yeah, they do have more ties. See, yeah. Houston with eight ties, Dallas with 11 ties gets them a fucking point per game advantage currently. 
The San Jose Earthquakes do not play any of these teams head-to-head anymore. So it's it's on them, man. It's on them. If, if you were to average it out by uh, the remaining schedule of those four teams, by the average points per team that they're playing, does that make sense? Um, the San Jose Earthquakes have the second hardest road in that sense where the last the final five teams that they're playing are averaging 38.8 points each so i mean the quakes probably have the hardest route here i mean they they do play they play chicago portland and vancouver all of those teams are in the top three of their of their respective conferences um you know vancouver and portland are one and two in the west chicago's third are they still there Chicago's third in the East. And then you got Minnesota and D.C. kind of being the bread on that sandwich. That's not a fucking easy schedule, dude. That is not an easy schedule. It's not a cakewalk. The one positive there is three out of those fives are at home. And Chicago and Portland are at home, which are huge because, again, those are, you know, those are some of the top teams in their conferences. That Vancouver game, the second to last game of of the year, I, you know, a month ago I was like, holy shit, that's that game is gonna be huge because it looks like the Quakes are gonna be fighting for Vancouver, you know, Vancouver for a, that final playoff spot. Vancouver said, fuck this shit, we don't want to handle it that way, and they just started winning like a motherfucker. So I mean, they're undefeated in one, two, three, four, five, six. Vancouver's undefeated in their last six. They've only and they've 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 won four of those. They're on a fucking tear. They're on a fucking tear. So that team ain't no ain't nothing to fuck with. So that's gonna be a tricky one. Then you finish off the season with Minnesota at home. You gotta demolish that team. You gotta win that game. I mean, I don't know. It's decision day. You know, I don't. I don't know where the Quakes will stand. Maybe, shit. Maybe by that point they've lost four in a row. Not even close. I don't know, motherfuckers. But the team that definitely has, that seems by a points points versus the points average points that the each team they're playing has is obviously Houston. Houston is they're averaging their opponents are averaging 40.5 points currently. Two of those games are against Kansas City. That that's going to be an interesting one. They got six games again. They got that game in hand, but they got LA, Minnesota, and that those are wins, but then you got Kansas City twice. You got Kansas City twice, you got Chicago, and you got New York City. New York City ain't fucking giving up trying to catch uh, Toronto. It looks like they might. They probably won't. But they're going to bust their ass. And um, so, yeah, so that's a tough fucking road, you know? You got, but they got Chicago at home. One of the Kansas City games is at home. And that New York City game's away. That's going to be fucking tough. So out of their six games, Houston still has four left at home. Houston is pretty fucking good at home. They've lost one game all year at home. So, I mean, 
if they win all four of those, that's 12 motherfucking points. That puts them right at 50 again. That puts a lot of pressure on the San Jose Earthquakes. Real Salt Lake, poor dudes. They seem to be in the position that where the quakes were about three weeks ago. Where it's like, yeah, they're there, but it's not looking good. They only have four games left. They've already played 30 games. Two of them are at home. And the two away one, you know, the this is where it gets interesting. They have four games left. Their two most difficult games against Seattle and Kansas City are at home. So yay to them. And then they got L.A. and Colorado away. I mean, so they, they, they can still, you know, they can go two and two. That looks like it might not be enough for a playoff spot. I mean, two and two would get you what? We'll put you at 44 points. Not going to cut it. So, I mean, again, just from looking at it like an idiot, not knowing shit, it looks like Real Salt Lake's the one that, that that's outside looking in, trying to get some help. Um, Dallas also has six games left, and they, again, by points per opponent, they have the easiest schedule. They have six games left. Their most difficult game is their second-to-last game against Seattle. Other than that, none of the teams they play are higher than ninth in their conference. And they got Minnesota, Colorado, Orlando, Colorado again, and then L.A. I mean, granted, only Colorado and L.A. are at home, but they got the easiest route if they could figure out how to goddamn win. Dallas, where where are they at? Look, they are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine winless in their last nine fucking games. And then if you look at that, they just had kind of a nice, nice stretch up until week eight. Then they kind of sucked, went through a nice little stretch there, week seven, three, two through twenty, and they've sucked again. They've been very streaky this year. So, hell, they very well could end these last six games on a hot streak, which, again, will put the pressure on the Quakes. Two of these four teams are going to make it. Looks like Real Salt Lake is gonna, has the toughest road because they have the least amount of games and their most, you know, and their points per game is the lowest currently of these four. So if we take them out, then it leaves... Quakes, Houston, and Dallas. You know, San Jose Earthquakes sit at 39 points. Houston and Dallas are at 38 points each. Both Houston and Dallas have 28 games. They got that one game in hand on the Quakes. Um, I don't know who... Well, let's see. Let's look at the form guide here. Houston is one, two, three, four. Houston has not won in their last four. So they, along with Dallas, again, are not having the the best end of the year it's fucking tricky man it's tricky it's gonna be tricky i i don't know like i said i i don't i don't have too too high expectations i don't have too many you know well again expectations i guess that's the only fucking way to put it but i definitely if this quake if this quakes team makes it to the playoffs it gives hope for the future. I don't know if Chris Leach is the key. I don't know if who's in will be back next year. I don't know. You know there's a lot of questions as to what this team is going to be like or look like next year. But if it ends it on a positive note like this, 
as a fan personally it just makes me feel good plus they two days ago they just charged my final payment for next year's ticket package so i'm fucking stuck for another year i don't care i love it but <laughs> but y'all motherfuckers gotta win man we got lafc coming in next year who seems to be following the atlanta Atlanta created a fucking framework. Let, let, let's be real. Atlanta showed this is the new MLS way for this current generation. MLS 3.0, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, LAFC looks to be doing that same shit. When you read how they're putting everything together, they seem to be, you know, to be, be doing a more South, South American, European approach. Um... And let's be real, all the big money teams, all the Torontos, New Yorks, LA, Seattles, they're gonna they're gonna follow suit. They're gonna follow suit. Those teams have so much expectations already riding on them, and they can't. I mean, it I guess they can, because really what Galaxy, what what's happening in the Galaxy which I absolutely love, by the way. I've never watched so much Galaxy soccer in my life. But it's absolutely fucking amazing to watch this team just take dumps on the fucking pitch all the time. It is hilarious. It's the shit. Again, I, I get so much joy. And then the Quakes are in the playoffs. What the fuck? Couldn't ask for anything better. If I show up and they have chocolate cake for me at the next home game, I'll be like, hey, man, here's my credit card. Charge it for life, son. As long as Galaxy sucks, you guys win, and you give me chocolate cake, fan for life, baby. Um, But anyway, this would... <laughs> damn. Damn. I, I hate to, to pour on L.A. because I'm not... Uh, basketball's not really my gig. I never really hated the Lakers. I loved Kobe when I was a kid. Um... But it's like the Lakers, you know, it's like they're going through a transition as well. But for the Lakers, everyone's like, holy shit, can you believe this? This is the saddest thing. It's like fucking headline news every single day. G Galaxy's going through a fucking maybe a worse slump. They're fucking terrible. If you saw last night's game against Atlanta, they fucking suck. I mean, granted, Atlanta at home in their new stadium, they're on a high. But damn, this fucking... This team is terrible. Yeah, so that's a, a historic fucking failure on their part. And again, this is how you know that soccer obviously still hasn't made it that much. I don't think anybody in, in American sports, I mean, other than obviously the soccer writers, are aware of how... Again, this is this is this is the Yankees winning eighty games in a year. Eh, I guess that's a lot. This is the Yankees winning sixty-five games in a year, huh? How about that? Come on, Giants, you can win at least that much, I think. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it kind of sucks, you know. You you would like to see more pressure put on Galaxy to 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 fix it. And I mean, don't get me wrong, this Galaxy, this team's got fucking ego. So they're not going to suck for a long time. But if they suck next year and Galaxy and Galaxy and then the and LAFC come in like Atlanta, 
these motherfuckers playing out in Carson, the way, I mean, come on. Yeah, this league's 22 years old or whatever, but how much, how many loyalties do they got? I don't know if people really understand what it means for them, these motherfuckers, to be out in Carson. Like, these motherfuckers are out there halfway to Long Beach. Does not help anybody that don't know the geography of Southern California. Needless to say, you got to take 405 to get there. Okay, 405, look it up, motherfuckers. The joke's there for a reason. That's the busiest highway in the world. That's the busiest highway in the world. And you got to drive that bitch from L.A. towards Long Beach, out to Carson. I don't blame them. I mean, I'm sure Galaxy has to play Wednesday afternoon games. Are you fucking kidding me? This new fucking LAFC, they're going to be up at USC. They're going to be right near downtown. I mean, pretty much as close to downtown LA as you can get. Not that that matters, you know. Not that, like, the fucking population center is not downtown LA, but it's just sexy to say you have a downtown fucking thing. Definitely a lot closer to, I mean, they're in what, like, South Central or some shit, right? Anyway. Anyway, I just wanted to add that. I I, I don't really know why I wanted that in, add that in. I think I just wanted to talk shit about Galaxy. Anything I can say to remind people that Galaxy fucking sucked this year, I'm all for. That being said, Galaxy fucking sucks this year. Um, But yeah, so what do we got? We got... Uh, DC United coming up. Quakes play DC United at 4, 4 p.m. this Saturday. Again, you uh, this isn't a good team. The Quakes don't win on the road. We know that. But this is literally the second worst team. The third worst team. Galaxy is the second worst team. <laughs> Losers. Um... Yeah, so, dude, they have they have a losing record at home. D.C. United has a losing record at home. Quakes, dude, everybody in MLS sucks on the road. The Quakes suck a little bit better than everybody else on the road because they can't win. They have, the, they have the most, other than the Rapids, they have the most road, road losses in the West. Jesus. Anyway... That's what they caught coming up Saturday. You win this game, dude. The next two games are at home. Yeah, it's against Chicago, who seems to be gaining some fucking fire. Ah, ah, ah. They're heating up. The fire heating up. Yeah, motherfucking fucking hilarious. You know you laughed. If you didn't laugh, you laughed on the inside. You wanted to laugh, but you were too proud. Drop your pride. Um. So, yeah, so you got D.C. coming up. The next two are at home. Then you got that ginormous one at Vancouver. And then you, you end the season at home against Minnesota. This is pretty cool. This is a complete kind of 180 from where they were literally just four weeks ago. Combination of, of some, some good victories at home and the Dallas teams not being able to figure out how to fucking put the, you know, get wins. Actually, I don't even know if they're scoring, but they're definitely not winning. That has all led to the Quakes... Getting this chance. Getting this chance. Um, but this is my chance to get on the fuck out of here because it's getting later. I got to eat some. Actually, this coffee's got me all jacked up. 
went to the grocery store and uh, our Keurig here at work. Is, we're out of we're out of the little cups. We're out of the little cups. Those my fucking things. You buy some cups. All of a sudden, everybody's drinking four cups of coffee a day. It's cool because they're getting hella shit done, but I'm spending so much money on damn K-Cups. So I went to get my own stash, and I f- looked for whatever it was like. Dude, give me the fucking Rodney King strength ones. And I, f- I think I found one, and I think it's working. Because, I mean, I'm usually babbling on some bullshit. That's usually what I do. I just babble. But this is a, this is a, a babble times two. Anyway, like I said, it's my chance to get out. Quakes um, away Saturday. Um, I'm going to have to figure out. I'll probably be at, at the pub. If you're from around Salinas, XL Public House, 127 Main Street. Um, come hang out. That's usually where I go. I mean, I, I live nearby. And that's where I, that's fucking home base for everything right there. So I'll probably be over there, you know, with James and them. Come kick it, have a beer, they have great beer there, a big, you know, projector. It's all good. And we'll catch you next week. Hopefully we got some good news. Hopefully, I mean, there's not a lot of good news coming out of Washington, D.C. right now, but hopefully when San Jose goes up there, we can get some good news out of Washington, D.C. And we can keep this playoff momentum running. And hopefully the Quakes hit the ground running in D.C. Go Quakes, motherfuckers. Catch y'all next week. Peace out.